0: gonna be probably one of the shortest and worst shows i've ever put on i have covid i have been struggling all week trying to talk i am coughing up a storm uh but uh we're gonna try to put put out something because we got nba finals game four tonight celtics hosting the warriors celtics got the win in game three people are now starting to notice that Golden State's actually in trouble. I was try to tell people this from the outset. Boston's length and size would be issues for the Warriors offensively because of the length of Boston. It's bothering them. <coughs> oh man. Well, no 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 more breaks cuz this is about the fourth time I try to record this. So, r- bottom line, this is how it's got to go. This uh, Draymond Green actually needs to be able to shoot the outside shot for Golden State. Uh, basically, Boston's been sagging off him the entire series. He keeps trying to drive into the lane and post on people. It's not working. The length is bothering Draymond. Draymond is going to have to try to take some outside shots. He's going to have to hit hit them. So he's been uh, hesitant to shoot, but if he at least hits a couple shots, it's going to A- could be a huge boost DFS wise because he's actually gonna put up points. Uh, when all he's been doing is fouling people, Draymond's been playing terrible this series, he's been trying to be an enforcer. And Boston's not even remotely intimidated because their guys are tougher than Draymond is. I uh, just straight up Draymond can't intimidate anybody in this uh, series, it's it's an absolute joke. But you know, between Robert Williams. And Horford, I told you, the Celtics were going to have a big edge on the interior, and that's exactly how this has played out. Uh, uh, Williams was able to get more extended run with the Celtics last game, uh, put up uh, seven blocks. Uh, I I think it was a combo of like five blocks and two steals. Uh, Like, he had a ridiculous game, uh, game three. And (coughs) it was just, in terms of production, Golden State cannot have that happen again. If it happens again tonight, it's over. This series is is going to be over because Boston's going up 3-1, and I don't see uh, Boston losing a 3-1 series lead to Golden State, and I think Golden State knows it. I think Golden State goes out with their best game of the series uh, thus far, and I don't think it's going to be the blowout that we saw in game two. So don't get it twisted. Boston just did not play well game two. Uh, once that blitz hit them in the third quarter and they had no, no response. I think golden state plays well and Boston with the home crowd matches up with them and we get a tight competitive game with that in mind. I want to keep my rotations as limited as possible in terms of builds. I really don't want to be playing too many of these bench guys. Uh, outside of maybe Gary Payton Jr. And I'll do an exception spot for uh, uh, Jordan Poole in the event that Steph Curry's foot actually is bothering him more than uh, is letting on. Because if we we set it up where you've got uh, Steph's foot bothering him tremendously you'll have more minutes open to Jordan Poole. So I'll have builds where I have Jordan Poole and I leave Steph out uh, because I'm anticipating a game script where Jordan Poole gets more run uh, and I'll play Jordan Poole and Clay together. That's really the only scenario is because of maybe Steph's foot is bothering him. I don't think it is, but you know, you're trying to game plan out some scenarios with your lineups and scripts that's where I would be leaning towards. On the Celtic side, you know, Tatum obviously is a great play to go to. Jalen Brown has gotten his way in this series the series because realistically, Clay Thompson cannot guard Jalen Brown. Like, this has been established at this point of the series. Jalen Brown is getting a shot wherever. Clay, just physically, the knees are not there yet. He is not able to keep up with Jalen Brown and Jalen Brown's able to get a shot off pretty much at will. He's not being interrupted by Golden State. It just comes down to is Jalen Brown going to hit his shots? So, normally when he's matched up in the series, I'm not as keen on Jalen Brown because he's so scoring dependent to be relevant in DFS. But in this series, he is getting his shot whenever he wants. It's just he's not being influenced by the Warriors' defense at all. So I, I think Jalen Brown's perfectly fine to go to because it's less money than Tatum. You pivot off of it. And the as I said, I like playing Draymond tonight because Draymond knows he's been getting his ass whooped this entire series. And, um, you know, he's got to have a game. He's got to show up. He's got to put in rebounds. He can put in assists. And the thing with Draymond is he can do all those things. When he's not getting involved with the nonsense and getting technicals and getting himself psyched out like he can do those things. He doesn't necessarily have to score, but I think in this game he's going to need to shoot outside shots. So if he gets a couple of those outside shots to hit, then, you know, if he's getting the 8, 9 points, 10 points, you're golden with Draymond. That's the thing. Draymond doesn't score, It needs to score, it doesn't need to score to be effective and influence the game. But I think tonight he's going to need to be a little bit more offensive minded. So if he gets to 12, 14 points, you're almost guaranteed to be in the winner. That's why I kind of look at this like, Draymond just needs to hit a couple of buckets. Celtics' defense has to take him a little bit more seriously, and it'll open up the lane for some of these other guys so Draymond can hit the cutter with uh, his passing, and obviously he'll get his rebounds. That's why I kind of like the Draymond builds tonight. And... way I kind of look at it is if Golden State is still getting these rebounds because they they don't want to match up with Boston size Kevon Looney as much as I said he's not a relevant scoring option in this series because of how the rebounding advantage has gone to Boston they've been stuck having to play Kevon Looney the additional minutes, so he's been getting additional run that he really hasn't been in the uh, postseason. They've been forced to play Kevon Looney, and so he's been getting his points with rebounds and you know the little bunnies here and there. So if he's getting close to twenty points because he's getting nine uh nine rebounds and a, c- a couple of assists, because like he'll hit, he'll still pass the ball off uh, to the actual shooters. You're set. Like it's one of those things where I'm looking at I'm looking at the other options. You can pivot and play Robert Williams, which is what most people are going to do. But I'm looking at it saying Golden State's going to have to show up in this game. So to me, I think instead of playing, instead of playing. Uh, Williams, you 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 play Looney instead. You you get a little bit of Clay Thompson because I still think he's gonna keep shooting after that game three and be confident. I think if you play a Dr- a Draymond Tatum, and because you've got Clay, I think you can make your choices of like, do you want to play Andrew Wiggins? Uh, and a guy like Horford or you want to play smart and uh, a couple of some of these other guys on Golden State uh, like an auto Porter like it or a you, like I said I brought up Jordan Poole I think you can pl- consider those guys if you're fading Steph Curry I, I think it's worthwhile to consider the Curry fade because even if the foot isn't a big deal tonight I still think Boston's length is a big deal for Steph and it's hard to hit that value. I think it's way harder for Steph to hit his value than Tatum. And, yes, I know Steph's been hitting three-pointers, and he's been hitting five. Uh, he, like they brought up, he's hit five three point five plus three-pointers in all three games of the series. Sooner or later, he's going to have a bad shooting night. It's not the craziest thing in the world that it's tonight when he's a little banged up because everyone jumped on him. So it's not the craziest thing in the world. I still like Golden State to when, and it's not a conviction play. I just think that they know their backs are up against the wall tonight. I think they come out with a strong enough effort and discipline enough led by Draymond being controlled and controlling the game in other aspects using his brain and defensive awareness and calling out plays. I think they managed to slow down Boston just enough to eke out, uh, like a four to five point victory and, uh, and take this back to Golden State tied two, two. But this could easily flip to Boston side where they win it. It wouldn't shock me, but I think Golden State figures out a way to um, manage this with Duraymon leading the way. So that's the way I'm going to go. I kind of laid out my DFS builds. Apologies for you guys having to listen to me cough and hack, but this is the best I got, folks. And uh, again, uh, multiple tries to try to record this. So uh, you can only imagine how the earlier attempts went. So. I'm going to get out of here. (coughs) Be well, folks. And uh, until next time, uh, I'll be a lot better. I I promise you at some point. So uh, uh, take care and have a good one. Thanks for listening to the fantasy throwdown podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google podcasts, and all other major outlets.